Hi guys, hope you're having a good day. I'm Josh from the Rugby Post, here with episode one of the new series. In this series, I will chat to special guests about sport and other interesting topics. In today's podcast, I'm joined by the Wales and Scarlet star, Aaron Shingler. Uh, how are you, Aaron? I'm not too bad, I'm not too bad. Um, uh, how are you coping with lockdown at the moment? Oh, it's been a bit up and down for me at the moment. Okay. I've, um, I had a reactive arthritis um, in the lockdown, which means like basically I went into like a wheelchair in the, in the worst state. You know, I couldn't walk. Um, and I've just been recovering from that. Uh, so I shall be back hopefully next month playing. Um, but it's yeah. been an interesting lockdown for me. Yeah, I did. I heard about that because uh, you had a knee injury in 2018 and then you've had yeah. this from the World Cup. I, I, what, what have you had to do in order to recover, like speed up your recovery? <sighs> to be honest with you, I've just been, uh, medication has been on this. So I normally you do a lot of rehab on an injury. Um, well, that's right. This is totally different, you know. Fluid, fluid in my joints. And... Um, it was it was pretty tough, John. So I didn't think I'd even be walking again at one point. So yeah, uh, it's been it's been a case of medication myself, and um, and and luckily it's it's working, and I'll be back later. It sounds good. Uh, I have a question. How old were you when you started playing rugby, and like what influenced you to begin? Um, I I played in school, um, like most people, but then. I played cricket, uh, well, that was my main sport. Um, I didn't really start playing rugby properly until I was 19. Um, it just, it was, it was basically when my local team was short, they needed a player, so I, I decided to play. And um, a few people watched me play that game, played well, and then all of a sudden, then I'm getting off the contract with the Scarlets um, within a couple of months, you know, so it was an unusual way to make it. Yeah, um, you mentioned about how you played cricket. Uh, I know you played at quite a high level. Um, what helped you choose rugby over cricket? Um, I wasn't. I wasn't planning on um, playing rugby. Chelsea. Like I said, I was. It was. Um, I was playing a decent standard with, with the cricket. I had a professional contract with Morgan, and um, as I said, the the local team was short. I, I was playing and all of a sudden I'm offered a decent contract with rugby and you know they're saying you know you can you can make it um at a high level in this in this sport. Um and all of a sudden then I, I totally changed from, from being a professional cricketer to a professional rugby player. Um it just happened, you know. Yeah, well I mean it's something you can't really turn down, a big offer to no, come. You gotta take them. Yeah. Um how did you make it to where you are? So, like, what steps did you have to follow from get from signing that contract for Scarlet? And because yeah. uh, you might, you kind of like getting into that first team. What what motivated you to just keep going and keep going until you made it? Oh, definitely a lot of hard work. Um, I'm, I'm I was just training, eating, training, eating all day. Do you know what I mean? That's all I was doing. Yeah. Um, trying to get my body right for for rugby um, and a lot of fitness as well, you know, rugby's a lot of fitness, so I had to do a lot of training um, to get to get them levels right. Um, but I, I always wanted to make it as a sportsman, so 
I was just basically all day, every day, doing whatever I could, whether it was training, eating, resting, um, just to just to get ready for to make it as a pro. Uh, what was it like being on the team, like on the squad to go to Japan, Tokyo? Uh, yeah, it was unbelievable to honest because when I was in the preparation and, um, you know, we had a few months to prepare for the, the World Cup and I think there was about 60 players originally and, you know, obviously only 31 can go, so you're up against it, um, especially coming back from a knee injury, I thought I was really up against it, so to actually make it, uh, to make the squad, I was, it was it was unbelievable for me and then to, to represent your country in a World Cup, um, you know, it's a great, it's a great feeling that you know your hard work kind of is paid off. Well, that's yeah. probably the most satisfying thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, all the hard work was was for something rather than you know nothing. Yeah. Um. I had one question that I was interested to know. When you were playing for Wales, who is the biggest joker in the squad? Who always <laughs> plays the pranks and messes about, has a laugh. Oh, it's an easy one. Rob Rob Evans, the prop. Um, I've seen some of his social media posts. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get you an interview with him if you want. We'll, we'll, um, <laughs> That'd be very good. Yeah, yeah. We, we can sort that out. Um, yeah, he's um, he just wants to have fun all the time. Do you know what I mean? But you know, when it comes to rugby, then he does. He is. He, he takes it seriously. But when he's not playing rugby, he's joking around. Yeah. Um. What? Yeah. Um, a, a very frequently asked question to every pro is who's the best player you've played with or against? Um, I played I played against Dan Carter. I played against Richie McCall. So, you know, they are... I obviously played with Alan Wynne-Jones. Um, so they're, they're pretty much the biggest names you can... You know, you're probably looking 50 years' time, them guys are still going to be sort of the top of the records. Um, yeah. So I, I'd say then they, they would be the biggest names that I've obviously played with and against. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what's the most intense, like, mo like you have to win game that you've played in in, in your career? Um, there's been a few. There's been a few, you know. Um, oh, no, no, I think... There's, there's there's been there's been games where you know not not as as massive you know like semi-finals and quarterfinals obviously they're must-win games but there's been games where behind the scenes you know we lose these sort of games and people lose their jobs you know whereas people probably don't see that um, but you know you'll have a meeting and and obviously it comes down from like the board or whoever it is um, and you know that the pressure to win them games is is you know has big impacts on people's lives you know because you know you get to know the coaches and and things and you you don't want them to to lose their job because uh, you've yeah. lost a couple of games you know so they probably the games that people don't realize that um you know the games where you've lost quite a few games in a row and and perhaps the team isn't playing well and you've got to get a couple of wins they're they're definitely the most important games um that i've played in Follow on from that, who's like the best coach you've worked under, like who's um, supported you the most and made you into the player you are now? Um, trust him on that. I, 
when when we were in i think it was 2017 2018 and we were winning a lot of games with the scarlets wayne pivak was um was getting me to play at my best um just the way he managed me through the week and the way he talked to me on match days you know it motivated me a lot um you know obviously warren gatlin's um he's obviously the famous you know the welsh the coach, you know, he's in the, the Wales for, for many years, won plenty and won the Lions, but uh, he doesn't, he didn't influence me as probably as much as Pivot did. Yeah, so I guess that's a positive that he's now taken over from Warren Gatland. Yeah, it is a positive, obviously. I haven't really had a chance to work with him um, that much in the Wales setup. Um, for a reason, last the last Six Nations I was involved in, he didn't really select me. So it'd be nice to uh, to have another opportunity to work under him. And if it's not, it's uh, I got to work hard and try try uh, do my best with Scarlets. Yeah, uh, a lot of my mates have like uh, wondered how they could prepare themselves before a big match. Um, you just got to focus on your role. You know what what you're good at um, and that's why the big games I, I've just got to prep well in the week you know whether it's working on my ball carrying my my tackling technique or learning the calls so you know you do all the preparation and um, it comes the match day and it doesn't really matter how much nervous you are you know there's plenty of nerves on the changing room you you know in your mind you've done everything you can to to prepare for that game and generally it goes quite well uh, it's just the times where you probably laid back in the week and you haven't done your preparation where the sort of the nerves will get to you um and then the performance isn't as good yeah that's my next one uh if you had one piece of advice for other people so the youth players who are watching this uh what would you give them to like uh, to keep improving their game about going pro? What would you say? Um, I just say it's like anything, you know. Like all your parents and your teachers say you work hard and you go for something you'll you'll achieve, and you know, and until later on down the line, you realise what that actually means. You know, people, some people in school with me, they were a lot better than me in sport. But they didn't. They didn't dedicate themselves. Um, so that's what that's what it's about. You've got to dedicate yourself, and 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 whether it's sport or it's anything in life, doctor or journalist or you know whatever it is. If you dedicate yourself and you put in hard work, you you will achieve. You know. Uh, another one based on before matches. What do you eat before? Like, what's your like usual diet? A lot of people have that like go-to meal or type of meal that they have. Before. Oh yeah. I'm. I'm. Uh, I've probably eaten the same things <coughs> for ten years. Uh, I was spaghetti bolognese the night before, and then uh, obviously we have late kickoffs of the Scarlets. Wheels is slightly different, but um, I normally just have like poached egg and toast, and then my pre-match meal would be um, tuna, pasta, and sweet corn. And I, yeah. I, I, I just that's pretty much every game day. Um, that yeah. I have. Well, I don't have any more questions, so uh, I thank you for answering those. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's a pleasure. And obviously, hopefully this um, 
you know, you know, your journalism things kicked off and, you know, it, it goes well for you, really. Thank you. And I hope yeah. to see you playing back soon. Yeah, you'll see me next next month. That was the plan. Um, yeah. That's the plan. So hopefully, uh, so hopefully I can deliver, I can deliver a performance there now.